everyone, this is the Loose Cannon, David McBee, and thank you so much for joining us for our first episode of This is the XFL 2020. I uh, want to thank everyone for tuning in. And this week's episode going to be a little bit shorter. We just thought it'd be kind of an intro episode. Uh, as over the next several months, we will be building up all the excitement. We'll be sharing a lot of information, getting people pumped up for the XFL in 2020. Uh, right now, we're about 70 days from kickoff of the XFL season. And who would have thought five years ago if you would have said, the XFL will be coming back. I would have said you were absolutely crazy. But it is back. And not only is it back, it is back and better than it was before. I think this is going to be an incredible season one uh, of the XFL. And we're looking forward to following them all along. So first of all, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you reach you know, down, hit that button you know, so you follow us. Uh, share this link. Let's get people tuning in. But uh, right now, 70 days out, uh, it's going to be a fun season. But first, before we get too far in the show, I might be getting a little ahead of myself. Um, just want to give a little background and also a little talk about what this format of this show is going to be. Uh, of course, as I mentioned earlier, my name is The Loose Cannon, David McBee, and I am a, uh, a broadcaster here on the Twin Lakes Sports Network in North Central Arkansas. Uh, the Twin Lakes Sports Network, we cover football basketball, volleyball, and you know high school sports mostly. We also cover the world of professional wrestling. So if you ever hear me uh, kick into my professional wrestling voice, that, that will happen occasionally. But growing up, I was a huge fan of spring football. Uh, when I was a kid, I was, I was a little too young whenever the USFL came into existence. But the first spring league that I remember was the uh, World League of American Football. And uh, I remember when that league was started, I went and I bought cards. I actually uh, got a bunch of the original, I think it was a pro set, um, trading cards that they did for it. Uh, I collected the entire set. Then I actually worked on trying to get a ton of autographs. I was mailing letters out to players with cards, and I got a few of them returned. Uh, Hopefully they were the original autographs. Hopefully it wasn't just someone who... uh, who was just messing with me a little bit. But I remember like Paul McGowan was one that signed a card for me. Uh, also, uh, Jason Garrett uh, signed a card. Of course, he was a member of the uh, the team out of San Antonio. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> like a lot of kids, I didn't keep my uh, football cards uh, when I got older. I wish I would have because that would be pretty cool uh, to have something like that. Also, Mike Riley, who ended up, uh, you know, he signed a couple cards for me. And, of course, he went on to coach uh, the, the San Diego Chargers in the NFL. So I was really excited about that. Uh, unfortunately, after the first year, it didn't take off as many people ex- anticipated. Uh, it became more of a uh, Euro- European league and, uh, and ultimately ended up becoming NFL Europe. But I still had that love for, for spring football. I would read a lot about the USFL and things that happened with that. Um, you know, Ultimately, then in 2001, I was really pumped up when they announced the XFL was coming. Of course, I was a huge uh, WWF fan at the time. Uh, WCW really into professional wrestling, uh, really pumped up for the XFL coming in and the NFL. I mean, I really, I really thought the XFL was going to be able to give a good run to the NFL and at least make sure I still had football to watch on uh, Saturdays and Sundays after the NFL season ended. Unfortunately, as we all know, the, uh, XFL had a hot opening week. That first game, I think it was the New York, New Jersey hitman versus, uh, the Las Vegas Outlaws, uh, I think they ended up pulling in like a 9.5 rating. So huge first week. 
Unfortunately, after that, it was all downhill, of course. You know, uh, we'll talk more about that on other podcasts. Uh, I think we're going to go in, we're going to do some throwback episodes. So we'll talk about the rise and the fall of the original XFL. Uh, I got a chance to actually attend an XFL game. Um, I'm in North, North Central Arkansas, so our closest team was the Memphis Maniacs, uh, which I still think had some of the coolest logos. Uh, I got a chance to attend when they were playing against the LA Extreme that was quarterbacked by Tommy Maddox, the uh, who ended up being the XFL MVP, and then also ended up going to play for my favorite NFL team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and won a Super Bowl ring as a backup. Uh, so I, I really I enjoyed the original XFL. It just you know, unfortunately, it just didn't work out. They lost a lot of money, didn't have the ratings, so you know, failed. We'll go into reasons the rise and the fall of the XFL on other episodes. Um, and then, of course, last spring uh, they had the AAF, the Alliance of American Football, uh, in spring of 2019, and I was excited about that league. I was a little concerned because I knew the XFL had already been announced, and it's like can. Can business really cover two competing spring leagues at the same time? You know, I had a little bit of concern over that. Um, but I did. I attended a Memphis uh, Express game. Uh, we got press passes for that on the TLSN. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a great organization. We loved the Express. They took good care of us. Uh, it was frustrating, though. We got there, and really good football that was going on in Memphis that we were getting to see. And then, But there was no fans. It was like... 13,000 people in the Liberty Bowl, which, uh, I mean, the Liberty Bowl looked pretty empty. I mean, it didn't even cover, uh, you know, <laughs> probably 25% of it. But anyways, you know, the AAF, you know, a lot of you all know the story, what happened the AAF. They went out of business. Uh, and, you know, honestly, pro- that's probably a throwback episode we're going to do on the show later is the rise and the fall of the AAF. Um, but... Ultimately, the XFL 2020, I mean, we're about 70 days away, and I'm pumped up. And this show, the format of this show is we'll have guests on the show, so it's not going to just be me talking for 30 minutes every week. We'll have different uh, guests calling in, uh, joining us. Uh, we'll do throwback episodes. We'll do all sorts of stuff. And, of course, we'll talk when the season gets rock and rolling. You know, we're, we're going to talk about that. We're even looking at trying to uh, attend some St. Louis Battlehawk games as uh, members of the press so we can get some information and get some special stuff just for those people tuning in. But, uh, you know, ultimately, you know, I love football. I'm pumped up for football. I want the XFL to succeed, and I'd love for fans who are also fans of the XFL, this is a chance for us to interact. We'll have polls, all sorts of stuff that we'll end up running through our Twin Lakes Sports Network page. But, uh, you know, real quick, let's go ahead and get to the show real quick. Uh, You know, of course, you know, the XFL, when it was announced a while back, uh, has a a group of teams. Just want to share some of the teams real quick. Uh, The New York Guardians, the D.C. Defenders, the Tampa Bay Vipers, the St. Louis Battlehawks, the Dallas Renegades, the Seattle Dragons, the Houston Roughnecks, and the L.A. Wildcats. That's going to be the teams. That is your XFL teams. Of course, a lot of difference between the original uh, XFL uh, in, in some of the teams that was selected, not selected. Kind of a different strategy the XFL has gone with this time around. And we'll talk about that in, in, in future episodes as well. Hey, is that a strategy that is going to work? Um, but real quick, uh, just this week, what's going on this week in the XFL? Big week because football designs were released. And on our page, of course, I'll have a link on how to get to our 
our Twin Lakes Sports Network page, but we're going to do a poll because uh, this was a completely different design than the original XFL football and, ball. And I'm going to actually do a poll. We're going to have a poll going, what ball, ball did you like better, the XFL ball or the new ones that they've just created? Uh, the main difference I saw in this one, the original XFL ball was a black and red ball. Uh, it was actually a pretty cool design. I actually used to own one. Uh, problem is, it was hard to throw. That sucker was hard to grip. If there was any type of moisture on it, it was a slick ball. And ultimately, I think if you watch some of the original XFL games, that impacted, I think, a lot of the offense because it was a hard ball to throw because it was a slick ball. Uh, it looks like from the initial design that these are a lot easier to grip. Uh, they they're, uh, they look probably closer to the NFL football than, than the previous XFL football. Uh, but what's really cool is each team will have their own design. In front of them reading, each team will have their own uh, game balls that they'll be able to use. So, uh, you know, pretty pretty cool about that. I think, uh, I think uh, you know, just reading some of the uh, facts about the football is pretty neat. Um, you know, the point of each ball are wrapped with X marks and white in the team's primary color. And that's going to make the, it's going to allow receivers to be able to track the ball easier. So if you're playing, uh, you know, if you're playing in a rainy game or something like that, I think that's going to be something that's cool. That's really going to be able to help it out. Um, also they have an X pebble grip technology to, to help players control the ball with a field that really will help them to be able to have a tight spin on throws. And also it should be able to help ball carriers carry. And that was something I think is really cool because that original XFL ball made it hard on offenses. It was a great looking ball, but then if you ever threw one or held one or even tried to play in the rain with one, you could barely throw that thing. So I think this is really going to help out because of course you got to remember they're playing in spring. So if they're playing in spring, you're going to have rain, you're going to have snow, you're going to have some nastiness. That's just part of it. Um, so it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, you know, each each team has their own design logo. And looking over it, I, I think it's a, it's a pretty ball. It looks pretty cool. That X Pebble technology. I mean, I'd like to probably get one. I'll probably throw it to see to see you know how that feels. So they are selling them. If you go to the XFL website, they're selling them right now. It's, I think it's one hundred twenty five dollars uh, plus shipping and handling. But it's a cool ball, cool design. Uh, each one has their own logo on it. I think it was. I think the XFL is off to a great start. When uh, you know, it's not just one XFL game ball. They have eight XFL game balls now. So pretty cool with that. And we'll have the poll out there. We'll see which one the fans like better, and we'll share the results on uh, next week's episode. Of course, a lot of info coming out next week. Uh, we're looking at uniforms being released uh, next week. So. I'm really excited to see the uniforms on the XFL.com website. They did share a video that said, uh, you know, showing coaches how they reacted after seeing them for the first time. Uh, everyone, they thought it was pretty cool. Um, you know, you could, I'm really excited to see them. I like the original XFL uniforms. And I really like the AAF, some of the AAF teams from last spring, like the Memphis Express. I thought their uniform was awesome. But that's going to be Tuesday, 12-3. Jerseys are coming. So, hey, guys, it's getting official. It's really happening. Uh, so we'll be sharing a lot more information on that. Also, this last week, uh, they had the XFL Supplemental Draft uh, happen. So with that, uh, there was a lot of new signings uh, with the XFL. Uh, Quarterback-wise, just want to mention a couple of them. Uh the L.A. Wildcats uh, signed Josh Johnson. This was from the XFL Supplemental Draft that took place on the uh, 22nd. Uh, 
uh, November 22nd. The Seattle Dragons ended up uh, selecting uh, Chase Lennon, so they've added him to the team. And then the St. Louis Battlehawks, which is a team we're going to be following pretty closely, uh, they ended up uh, signing uh, Taylor Hinky to the team. So a uh, really good pickup for the uh, Battlehawks. Uh, so a lot of a lot of things happening. Teams right now building rosters, getting their teams together. We'll be talking more about that in the future. Of course, this is kind of a shorter, just introduction episode, so you guys can all kind of learn, you know, what we're going to be all about. Um, but you know, XFL fans, I tell you, um, I, I think there's a lot to be excited about. I'm really excited. The XFL, I think, is doing a good job on social media. Uh, check them out on Facebook, XFL. Uh, had a real cool segment about turkey or ham, mac and cheese or sweet potatoes, uh, talking about some of the Thanksgiving food debates. So I think that's really good, uh, getting their name and faces out there. Also, uh, it was really cool, the uh, Seattle Dragons, if you go on the XFL page. Cason uh, Williams, who's a player on the Dragons, uh, he uh, had a video they did with Sean Kemp. So pretty cool to see them hanging out with the Rain Man. Uh, you know, who could forget the Rain Man when he was playing basketball back in the day for the Seattle Supersonics? They were some fantastic teams. But the uh, XFL Supplemental Draft, if you go on their Facebook page, it does list a lot of the players that have all been picked up on the November 22nd. Um, you know, but some good guys that have been uh, added to these teams, which we'll go more in depth on further episodes. First of all, congratulations to all these guys making these teams. This is an awesome opportunity, a chance for them to continue to play more football. Uh, I'm excited to see these guys get an opportunity. And there's some guys, these are guys that can flat out play. Uh, that was something with the original XFL. A lot of them were guys who had been, you know, like the famous Tommy Maddox story. He hadn't played football in, I think, like four or five years. He had been cut from the NFL. Then he came in. And, of course, ended up being a league MVP. But uh, a big focus, it seems, too, on picking up guys, you know, not far out of college that uh, – and, and some former AAF guys, which I think is that real, that's going to be really cool. Um, but, guys, uh, we'll be back uh, – on a weekly basis. And first of all, just want to say again, thank you so much for joining us. Hope you can tune back in. We're going to have a lot of interaction online, uh, but I look forward to hearing from you. Also guys, Hey, this is open. I'd love for uh, if someone like to call in and discuss or, or debate some things on the XFL. We can have it. I'll be joined by my co-host next week, Joey, the dragon Shaw. Uh, he's going to, he's not a Seattle dragon. He's just a Kung Fu master. That's going to be joining me on a weekly basis as uh, he tries to give us the uh, breakdown on the XFL team. So this will be a two-man show going forward. But guys, first of all, thanks for joining us. Congratulations to the XFLs for everything that they've had that's happened so far. Uh, Next week, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, the rise and the fall of the original XFL. That's going to be one of our first big episodes. So uh, talking about the rise and the fall of the XFL. After that, we're going to do an episode on the AAF. And a lot of people say, well, hey, this is not an AAF show, guys. This is XFL. I know last year I posted a poll on one of the XFL fan pages where I said, 
you know, which do you think has a better chance to succeed, the AAF or the XFL? I think it was 75% voted AAF. And then the XFL page ended up booting me off and banning me because they said I was trying to diss a product. I wasn't. I just wanted to see what fans were thinking. So, uh, you know, we will post uh, some polls and stuff out there. Uh, but, yeah, the rise and the fall of the XFL is going to be next week's episode. It might be a long one, so that might end up being a two-parter. Then we're going to do the rise and the fall of the AAF because I think there's things that the XFL is doing different than the AAF that is going to make the difference in them being successful. And then, of course, we're going to continue to share weekly information as it's being released, uh, rosters, any additions to the players, all sorts of stuff. Uh, so be sure to stay tuned here for your source. This has got to be your source of the XFL, and that is This is the XFL 2020. Thanks for tuning in.